Good morning, Jonathan. I was getting there. There's a wave at the back. God bless you. Good morning. Oh, praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We're doing the wave this morning. Let me just greet you in the precious name of Jesus. The name that is above every other name. The name at which every knee shall bow and every tongue confess that he is Lord to the glory of God. Amen. Amen. I want to greet you in that name. There's no other name by which man can be saved. That's the name that makes all the difference. That's the name that brings change and transformation. And I'm so glad for Jesus this morning. It's a privilege to be in the house of the Lord today. God has been so good to me that I simply don't have enough tongue to say thank you. God has been faithful. God has been gracious. God has been kind. God has been good. Amen? Amen. Amen. I, I just feel like I've been to church already today. Can I be honest? I, microphone is not playing nicely with me, but anyways, bear with me. If you see me fiddling with something, it's this mic back here. I feel like I have been in the presence of the Lord and I have already had a word this morning. I don't know about you, but I am just so humbled to be in the presence of God and to sense his nearness to us today. When I was speaking to him about what to share with you today, it's the story of Mary and Martha that he brought to me. And all of a sudden, I just heard invitation to intimacy. And so we're gonna take a short journey this morning and I pray with my whole heart that by the time we are finished here, we will each have acquired a new desire to find a new depth in him, amen? Oh, Lord Jesus, amen. Come on, somebody. Let's pray. Let's ask the Lord to have his way this morning. Father, we humbly come into your presence, realizing our nothingness before a mighty God. Father, we have heard this morning and been reminded that you are a covenant-keeping God who desires intimacy with us. And so God, as we come this morning, we desire intimacy with you. God, we come bowing our heads and hearts before you, asking that you would meet each one of us at the point of need this morning. God, as you have given us this day, we return it to you and say, God, would you have your way with us this morning? Would you bless your word today? Lord, your word, not mine. Your word, not ours. Your word, would you bless it to our hearts? Would you do what only you can do? Divide that word as many ways as needed this morning to feed each one of your people and to nourish our hearts. Father, we humbly bow before you today and surrender. In Jesus' mighty name we pray, amen, amen. I think it's safe to promise you I won't be too long today. Do I always say that and then I stay long? Is that what you... Yeah. Pastor Joel's giving me the wave. He says, go on. I just... We're going to talk a little bit today about 
two sisters that we have possibly heard about many times. And it's a really short passage of scripture. It's five verses of scripture that just give us a story about two sisters. A beginning of a story because these sisters we meet again later on in scripture and the story grows. But in these few verses, I want us to just take a moment and rest and hear what the Lord has to say to us this morning. When I was looking at the word and preparing for today, I said, Lord, what what do you wanna say to me? What's the message you have for me? And I felt like the Lord said three things to me that he wants me to pull from scripture today. The first one is to be present. Be present. And then I felt like God said, then I want you to be still in my presence. Then after I spend some time being still in his presence, he said, then you will be transformed by being in my presence. So I pray today that we can take a short journey through scripture and by the end of our journey have experienced God and aim to be transformed by him. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. The scripture this morning is going to be from Luke chapter 10, verse 38 to 42. And if I was to give a main point this morning, it would be to say, in the busyness of life, everyday life, we're just trying to live, even in the busyness, God is calling us to a deeper level of intimacy with him. You're saying, but I know Jesus, I serve Jesus. Yes, we do. But I believe with all my heart, one thing that we can't afford to do is to become satisfied and settled at where we are in him. But there's a call, I believe there's a call for us to desire to go deeper, constantly. The title of today's message, Invitation to Intimacy, that calls for a response from us. The invitation is there, but if you don't respond to the invitation, it's pointless. When we get an invitation through the mail to a wedding or or a cool event, unless we respond, the one who is inviting doesn't know what the plan is. So they can't put you on the list because they don't know. And this morning, I feel Jesus is giving us all an invitation. And the encouragement is to respond. Luke chapter 10, verse 38 to 42. Now it happened as they went that he entered a certain village. And a certain woman named Martha welcomed him to her house. And she said she had a sister called Mary who also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. But Martha was distracted with much serving and she approached him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Therefore, tell her to help me. And Jesus answered and said to her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and troubled about many things. 
but one thing is needed. And Mary has chosen that good part, which will not be taken away from her. Amen to the reading of God's word this morning. Invitation to intimacy, Lord, I thank you, I give you praise, and I glorify you. You're going to have to bear with me this morning, I'm sorry, this is fighting me all the way. I'm going to swap over. See, these, this is some of the distraction that Martha was dealing with, the issues, <laughs> issues. Okay, praise the Lord, I feel better now, thank you, Jesus. Jonathan, where are you? Thank you, sir, I appreciate you. So we're talking about two sisters this morning, Mary and Martha. They have been visited by Jesus. He has turned up at their house on his travels. And Martha has received him to her home. As we read in scripture, we can perceive that she was kind of the mistress of the home. She was the one doing the receiving. And when you receive a guest, you kind of prepare for that guest, right? Um, Sometimes you get the guest that you're not prepared for because they kind of drop in. Some of those guests, we don't appreciate the dropping in, but that's okay. But Jesus had arrived at Mary and Martha's home. And Martha was busy preparing because this sounds like she really didn't get a text an hour ahead to say Jesus is coming. She wasn't quite prepared, but she began to spin as soon as Jesus arrived and was getting everything together. And she was serving. She wanted to make sure that her guest was well taken care of. Pastor Keaton spoke to us a couple of weeks ago about hospitality, an amazing message about the biblical principle of being hospitable. And it was an amazing word. And if you missed it, I recommend you go back and have a listen. So here is Martha preparing to receive Jesus. And then we have her sister, Mary, who should likely be helping Martha, getting things together. But Mary, there's something about Mary. When Mary realized Jesus had come to her house, she immediately identified an opportunity to be in the presence of greatness. She was aware of all the things that needed to be done but she honed in on the priority in that moment. Jesus was present at her house. Jesus was seated in her living room. Yes, there were things to do, but that shifted everything for Mary. Mary had no desire to do anything else but be with Jesus. She could hear Martha running around backward and forward, but she chose to be with Jesus. She chose to sit at the feet of Jesus, the Bible says, and hear the word of God. And so we have Mary, who's quite happy, sitting by Jesus. But we have Mary, Martha, sorry, standing behind And saying, what on earth is my sister doing right now? Does she not understand what needs to be done? We have guests in the home. There are things to be done. And when she perceives that Mary has no desire 
to work, but chooses to worship. I think it's significant that she didn't go to Mary and say, get up and help me. What are you doing? She chose to address the master. She chose to ask Jesus, do you not perceive that she's sitting there doing nothing and I am working, Lord? You tell her to help me. Did you check that? She asked Jesus to do the telling. But I love Jesus because he sees what we don't see. He sees the whole picture. Mary just saw her sister choosing to opt out of the work. Jesus saw a soul that was hungry, a soul that was thirsty, a soul that recognized the importance of sitting at his feet just then. And so Jesus, when he could have reprimanded Martha very strongly, I love that he chooses grace. I love that he chooses compassion. I love that he chooses care. I love that he chooses to make that a teaching moment and not a moment of condemnation. Jesus offers a gentle rebuke to Martha. And the gentleness of the rebuke is highlighted in the fact that he calls her name twice. He says, Martha. Martha, girl, don't get excited. It's okay. Mary has made a choice to be with me today. And in his response to her, he's saying, Martha, you have the same choice. You have the same option. You too could come and sit with me but you've chosen to prepare. And I think Jesus loved and cared so much for both of them. It was not his desire to make one feel less than the other, but he simply wanted to give a clear understanding of the importance of grasping the opportunity when it's right before you. The scripture goes on to say that Martha was very distracted. She had lots of things on her mind. She's wanting to have everything in place. And as I read this story, for me it represents 2023 so clearly. That life is busy. We have lots of things going on. And there are times when we want to steal away and be with Jesus. And we even have it in our plan for the day. But you get to the end of the day and you think, I just didn't get there. Why? Because a million and one other things came in front. And I'm not here to tell you that those things won't keep happening. They will. Because we live here and things happen. We have things to do. We're busy people. But there's something about when Jesus turns up at your house. That's where I'm at today. When Jesus turns up at your house, 
expected or unexpected, irrelevant. But Jesus arrives at your house. What do we do? There's a song that says, if Jesus walked into the room, what would you do? What would you do? Would you continue with all the things that you had started doing? Or would you recognize there's a guest, a special guest at your house wanting to visit with you, wanting time with you? I was blessed just recently to have some guests visit my home. It was a visit that we had arranged, and so it gave me time to cook a meal, set the table, and get ready to host my guests. And while they were there, and we were going through the meal, I found myself wanting to clear away things that we had finished with so that we'd have more room. And I was like, oh, we can get rid of that, we can do that. And my daughter was there, and she was such a blessing. She gently whispered to me, Mom, leave that. Be with your guests. Enjoy your time with them. That can wait till later. And it literally was like I felt the Lord had tapped me on the shoulder and said, don't get distracted. Don't go off course. It's happening over here. Don't miss it. And I looked at her and I said, thanks, hon. I appreciate that. And I went back to the table and I sat and had a fantastic time. Now, I say that to say how easy it is for us to miss the moment. That instant when Jesus turns up and calls for your attention. But we remember, oh, I Oh, I wanted to do that. I, I must get that done first. And if we're not careful, we miss that vital moment that God wanted to make a divine download in your spirit. And we miss it and we walk away. And God is sad because it was a gentle invitation. He is not going to kick the door down and burst in. He taps you. He whispers. He calls gently. And I believe it was something like that for Mary. That as soon as Jesus entered the place, she heard her name called deep down in her spirit. She understood there was a particular place for her and it was in close proximity to Jesus because there was something that Jesus was not going to shout across the room. There was just something that was going to be born out of closeness with him. And so she positioned herself at the feet of Jesus. My question to you this morning is what does the kitchen look like for you? What does busy look like for you? What does distracted look like for you? What is it that comes to mind when I say to you, Jesus wants to be with you? What are the, the things that suddenly flood your mind? And all of those things will take you away from the closeness and the depth of intimacy with him. 
challenge you this morning, as I am challenged, to identify what that is and what it looks like. And to be able to say, I may be standing here at this place, but I understand where I need to be is over there. Jesus is calling me there. Jesus wants me seated there at his feet where he can breathe, where he can speak, where he can minister, where he can love, where he can download, where he can bring hope, where he can bring clarity, where he can bring cleansing, where he can bring deliverance, where he can bring peace. He's inviting us to intimacy this morning. Intimacy. A place that we step into and close the door behind us. A place where nothing else takes precedence except him and him alone. A time where the world is shut out and we have to do that sometimes because God is calling us to it. That's where we are fueled. That's where we are strengthened. That's where we are developed in the inner courts with him. Would you dare to leave the kitchen this morning and make your way to the living room where Jesus is seated and there's a spot right there for you. There's a spot right there for me. I can't sit in Claudia's spot and she can't sit in mine. But the Jesus we serve has a spot for each of us. He can handle it all. And he's calling us this morning to a place of intimacy. He's saying to us, don't get distracted. It happens. But press through because he's just beyond the kitchen waiting for you in the living room. He's calling you to a place where transformation will take place. He's calling us to close proximity with him. One of our church values is presence focused. Focused on the presence of God firstly, but then focused on the presence of each other. And I thought on that and I pondered on that. And I see Mary seeking the presence purposefully, regardless of what it might cost. She found her place by Jesus' feet. Presence focused. Jesus is calling us to be present with him. And I know that's hard sometimes. I've had this struggle myself. But I have found great value in being intentional about being present with him. Laying aside the weights and the sins that does so easily beset, the things that call us and draw us and take our time and our energy. But Jesus doesn't want to take He wants to give. 
that time at his feet is a time of renewal, a time of refreshing, a time when he can pour in as we lay it down. I want to encourage you this morning. Take the time to be with him. Seek the presence of the Lord because that is what gets us from one place to the next. If we don't draw from him, we will not be able to continue and to be the effective witnesses that God has called us to be. Sometimes we forget that the lives we live are not just for us. But we are called to affect the nations. We are called to touch lives. We are called to be Jesus to our communities. We come on a Sunday morning and I love being in the house of the Lord. But the real work is done when we step through these doors. When we go out and we encounter people. My prayer is that they encounter Jesus in us. Jesus in me. And that can only happen when we seek the presence of God. Seek the presence of Jesus. Spending time. Setting aside time. Even in the midst of the busyness. The Lord is calling us to a deeper intimacy with him. As we run through, I want to highlight the last verse. And Jesus says, but one thing is needed, and Mary has chosen the good part. That good part, that rich part, that part that we don't find anywhere else, that part that we can't get anywhere else. And that's just being with him. I was broken when I realized how little God is requiring of us. He just says, come, come, come. And that's all he's saying to us today, just like he said to Mary and Martha. Come, I'm here because I want to be with you. Could have been anywhere else. Could have stopped anywhere else. But wanted to be with Mary and Martha. And I feel like Jesus is saying that to us this morning. I am here because I want to be with you. I am here because I want to spend time with you. I am here because I want you to be with me. I love that Jesus is willing to do all the legwork, all the heavy lifting. He doesn't ask much of us but to be present with him. And in his presence, I'm encouraged by Psalm 46 and 10 where he says, be still and know that I am God. Sometimes we come into the presence And we're not still. We have a whole heap of things to say. And I can say that because I know what I'm talking about. Get into the presence of the Lord and just produce this wonderful shopping list of the many things that we're bringing to him. 
But in these moments, that's not what he's calling us to. He's calling us to intimacy. Calling us to come in, be present, but be still. Allowing him to speak. Allowing him to minister. Allowing him to express all that he is and wants to be to us. And when we do that, transformation happens. You cannot be in the presence of the master and nothing happens. Something is going to happen when Jesus is present. And like Mary, I want to be at his feet. I want to be at that place in my heart, fully surrendered to the King of Kings and allowing him to make me all that he says I am. When you create something, it takes time. You're creating a meal, you have to get the ingredients, you put the thing together. It takes time. There's one person in here, I love to eat from his pot regularly, as regularly as possible, Pastor Keaton. Um, Because I love the passion that he puts into preparing a meal. He doesn't just throw it together. And I'm lighting up some people today. Another woman, Esther Kim Nelson, oh Lord have mercy. We have some cooks in this place. But I use them as an example because of the joy that they put into what they do. They take time out to go and get the best ingredients. It's not slapdash. It's a British saying if you don't know what that is. Um, But they put it together and they prepare something for you. And you walk away licking fingers and saying, oh Lord, have mercy, that was good. That was good. And that's what we want to do when we come away from the presence of the Lord. We want to be saying it was good for us to be here. Because Jesus took the time to be where we are and to prepare space for us to enter so that we would never be the same again. Be present, be still, be transformed. That is what God is calling us to this morning. And so I ask you, what does the distraction look like for you? Are you willing to identify them and wherever necessary, ignore them? Walk away from that which wants to take you away and enter the presence of the Lord Jesus. To rest at his feet, the Bible says, and hear the word. Because without that, we don't have anything. John 15 talks about abiding in him. Abiding in him. Mary chose to abide. 
Mary chose intimacy over everything else. And I'm not here to make Martha the worst of the worst because she's not. Martha is all of us. Martha and Mary are all of us. But we have a choice. We have a choice. In that moment, Martha missed an opportunity. She didn't recognize it for what it was. She was lost in making sure that everything looked good, tasted good, sounded good. But Mary perceived something deeper. Mary perceived that what she could get in that moment was everlasting. Martha only saw the temporal and subject to change. But Mary and Martha are in each of us today. I know they're in me. I know there are times I need to call myself to attention and say, you're missing it. You're missing it. Jesus is at your house and you're missing it. I don't want to miss it. I want to make my way from the kitchen to the living room. I want, I'm going to tell you like it is, I want to cushion by Jesus' feet because I want to spend some time, some comfortable quality time and let him work some things out of me shape me up and make me all that he's called me to be. That's where it's going to happen. Sometimes we want the transformation. We want to be at the end of the journey, but we don't want the journey. We need the journey. That's where the shaping happens. That's where all the tough stuff happens, but that's where all the good stuff happens. In the presence of the Lord, if you are willing to spend time at his feet, let me just be clear. There are going to be some things he's going to tell us we don't want to hear. Been there. Oh, glory to God. The pruning, the pruning, the pruning. Jesus, the pruning. But I guarantee that no time spent at the feet of Jesus is wasted time. Amen? No time spent at the feet of Jesus is wasted time. We have a choice today, church. What do we choose? Do we choose to give in to what we had planned for preparation? Or are we open to the fact that Jesus might just turn up and change everything? I'm challenged this morning to dare to embark upon an intimate relationship with Jesus. I am challenged this morning to dare to leave the things that call me loudly and answer the gentle call from Jesus. I am challenged 
this morning to think less about what everybody else is going to say and more about what Jesus wants to say. Martha, Martha, you're worried about so many things. Mary has chosen the good part. Mary has decided to position herself at the feet of Jesus. Mary has decided that the gentle call of the master is the priority of the hour. I challenge you to check your proximity to Jesus. He's turned up at your house today and you can choose whether to visit with him or to make things nice for him. What do you think the master is more concerned with? What do you think he would require of you today? Today, there is an invitation to intimacy. And I feel like on the invitation, Jesus says, I am fully aware of all the things. I know what's pressing on your mind right now. I know the list that you're going to try to get through by the end of the week. Because I got there before you did. But on the invitation, he says, come. Come. Be present with me. Be still in my presence. Let me do what I do and be changed and transformed by it. I guarantee you, when you get up, ah, hallelujah, oh, Jesus. When you get up from the feet of Jesus, you won't look the same. You won't feel the same. You won't be the same. Because transformation happens when we meet with Jesus. We cried this morning, show me your glory. Show me your glory. Where will we find his glory in his presence? When we look face to face with Jesus. And let the things of this world grow strangely dim. That's where transformation happens. I challenge you this morning. As I challenge, as I am challenged. Dare you leave the kitchen. Pile of dishes. Laundry piling high. Plans to meet so and so. Plans to go there. Plans to do this. Commitments to... Dare we leave that place and step into a place of intimacy with Jesus where nothing else is as important in that moment but being where he is. I'm challenged this morning 
to be at the feet of Jesus and to hear the word spoken over me by the writer himself. I pray this morning that you have been challenged as I have been. Truly challenged by the invitation. We're not supposed to say yes to every invitation. But when Jesus sends it, should be yes. Where the presence of the Lord is, there is liberty. God is calling us to a depth in him, to a freedom in him, to release in him, to joy in him, to peace in him. Everything we need is in the presence of the Lord. I challenge you this morning. Would you dare to step into that place with him? Would you dare to leave the things that call you loudly or the soft whisper of Jesus calling your name? Would you dare to leave the comfortable seat and find a place just at the feet of Jesus? Would you dare this morning Church, would you stand with me? The worship team will be returning to us. But in this moment, would we take a little time to ponder the invitation this morning? Would we take a little time to really embrace the fact that Jesus is at your house. Jesus is at my house. When he could have been anywhere else, with anyone else, he chose me. And there's lots of things going on around. But he has carved out a spot for me. Jesus has created a space for me. Would we dare this morning? Would we dare this morning to take a step of faith and step into what he's calling us to? We don't even know what it looks like this morning, Lord. But we want to make the step. An invitation has been extended to us. An invitation to intimacy with the Master. As the worship team plays softly, let's just take a moment to rest in this place. This is a personal conversation with you and the Lord. The 
we recognize that we are so unworthy this morning, but you love us. And you extend to us an invitation to be with you. In the midst of the busyness, in the midst of the many, many things, you invite us to come and be with you. Father, I pray this morning that we would each respond to your invitation in kind. We would say, yes, Lord, I'm coming. That we would take our place at your feet this morning and allow you to teach us, to speak to us, to comfort us, to minister to Lord, whatever it is you have for us this morning, would we take our place at your feet today and allow you to do what no other powers can do so that when we rise again, Lord, we have been transformed in your presence. Our very countenance would be changed and we would know we have been with the Master over us again. We pray this morning, Lord, as we surrender to you. And humbly we pray this morning, Father, not our will, but your perfect will be done in and through our lives. We want to touch you, Lord. We want to be near you. We want to experience you. with you because God we know we will find